Hello. QueerAF is now an independent community interest company. Our podcast's first four seasons were funded by National Student Pride, and so there might be some old calls to action in them. For the most up-to-date info on our podcast that funds budding LGBTQIA plus audio producers, visit wearequeeraf.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter that sums up the LGBTQIA plus world and supports queer creatives kickstart their career. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In this week's episode, we open up the grind wrap. So perhaps unsurprisingly, there's some adult themes. Finding love can be tough for anyone, but even more so if you identify outside the male-female gender binary. In this world of dating apps, unrealistic body goals and transphobes lurking around every corner, for me, dating as a non-binary person has been a massive struggle. That's Jacob Edward, presenter of Queer Culture on the University of Salford student station Shock Radio. It's also available as a podcast, by the way, but... Right now, Jacob's on hashtag QueerAF to take us into the world of dating, lovemaking, and life creating for those who are beyond the binary. Non binary. I don't know what that means. I'm Jacob. I'm non binary and I use they, them pronouns. And I do a lot of work in the youth sector from LGBTQ activism to helping young people with their mental health. I came out as non-binary roughly a year ago now, and it has been the best year of my life. A lot of things I'd been feeling finally made sense, like why I hated clothes shopping. It wasn't because I actually hated doing it, but because I was only shopping in the men's section, and that shit's limiting. And while I finally felt free to express my gender in what I wear and successfully transitioning socially, there was still this big question lingering in my mind. What sexuality am I now? Previously, I was out as gay, someone attracted to the same sex. And so now that I wasn't the same sex, where did that leave me? Was I now straight, somehow, pansexual? I didn't know. I've always been attracted to guys, but not necessarily exclusively. I was never into girls as such, but there is so much more than that binary, and I knew I would be happy with a queer partner no matter what their genitals were. So what did that make me? I hate not knowing things, and I was firing up browsers left, right and centre to try and find a way to describe my sexuality. But even that wasn't easy. Androsexual seemed to be the result that seemed to fit quite well. That means somebody who's attracted to men or masculine presenting people. But I hated the word. Explaining it was exhausting, as it does every time I come out as non-binary again and again. So, I settled on queer, which is a popular choice for people that don't really want to define their sexuality by one of these unknown terms, and instead use something universally recognised as, oh, you're queer. 
If I'm attracted to a person's body and personality and they are back at mine, then we choose to bonk, then that's down to us. I'm also sort of asexual, but that's a story for a different day. Non-binary. I don't know what that means. You a tranny then or what? You're a trans trender. Now, when it comes to relationships, I haven't had many partners. I'll be the first to admit that. Those I have had, I couldn't be honest with them about my gender identity. I couldn't find the words to tell them. But I began looking on dating apps again recently, most of which have either binary gender options and sometimes inclusive ones. But putting anything other than male or female gets you very few matches. It makes you feel wrong or broken. What are you doing here? Can't you people go ruin another app? Hey tranny, what's up? Hey, dick pic, can you get pregnant? Do you have a vagina? Oh. FYI. Starting by asking someone if they have a penis or a vagina is not a good pickup line. I thought I'd just jump in at the end there and offer one of my own. That clip is from Kinder on Grinder, a campaign that was launched by Grinder to try and make the app more inclusive, to get users to think about what they're saying and realise that they're interacting with real people. Now, it has been a good few years since I was last on Grinder, and while I've still got very, very mixed feelings about it, I think I'm going to give it another go. I don't want to go at this alone, though, so I'm going to rope in one of my assistants. Get it? Assistants? My cisgender friend, Jake, he's lovely. He's agreed to help me set up a grinder profile and tell me everything I need to know about the dating slash hookup app. It's a catalogue of men. You know the Argos catalogue? And you'd go through it and you would like, especially around Christmas time when you were growing up and you would circle things that you'd want and then hope that Santa got the message or you'd give it to your parents and say, I want these presents and toys for Christmas. And Grinder, I think, captures the children in all of us that liked the Argos catalogue days because it's just this catalogue, this grid of local men in your areas but i think they've opened it this year to let women and non-binary people in as well or last year or something so you can go around but you know instead of asking your mum for them you just approach from yourself <laughs> that is the best way of describing grinder i think i've ever heard it's an argos catalog of sex <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i'm glad you're this much of an expert on it because i kind of need your help with something i need to make a grinder profile what would you like to use it for? Are you looking for friends? Are you looking for a relationship? I'm looking for both of those things. Okay. And I'm interested to see what the men on there think of me being non-binary. It's different for everyone. It kind of depends on what you're mainly looking to get from it. All right. Okay. So if you're looking to make friends with someone, then just put your normal name because, you know, who wouldn't want to be friends with your normal name? And if you want to, you know, like tie someone to a bed frame and insert things, then you're probably going to want to use a different name. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, for example, I don't think this blank profile called Viagra for Sale is really using his real name. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so. No. No, something tells me that that's not his name. Exactly. <laughs> right, I'm going to press the button. I've signed up with my work email. I was just on then. I just realised I hadn't put my gender or pronouns in. Hey, you should probably get on that. Yeah, I've just sorted it. I've put myself down as a cis man with he, him, his pronouns. 
But you know what really annoys me on this app? Some people, they mess about with it and they put like, you know, pronoun as Vanji or oh, like Miss no. Vanji. And I'm just like, how dare you? People have fought for decades and decades. Thousands of people have died to be able to put their rightful gender and pronouns down on this app. And you're just some privileged white twink. And it just drives me up the wall. People sometimes put a lot of things in their description headlines. So this person, Andy, he's mostly here for fun. He's saying, have a photo or send one. Okay, is that a thing then? Do people really like photos? We like to know that we're not talking to a group of thugs in a van with bats and fire. Because no one wants to die ultimately. So you want to make sure that a person you're talking to is a real person and like who they actually say they are. So the best way to get around that is to say, can I see more than one photo of you? That's a great point. I do not want to end up in a van full of no, those people. don't go into a van. And if they have their, actually have their, um, you can link it to like your Instagram profile and your Twitter and your Facebook accounts if you want to. So a lot of people link it to Instagram, which makes things so much easier because then you know they're real. I could be a walking advert for this podcast. Hmm? I can just link it to this podcast. Oh God, you could, couldn't you? I can be a, wa- a hey, walking that's an idea. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Alrighty then, so my grinder reads Jacob, age 20, body type large, gender non-binary, pronouns, they, them, tribes, geek, I am single and I am looking for chats, dates, friends and a relationship and my bio says your local non-binary disaster gay. Cool. While Grinder does all the approvaly stuff on my profile, I'd like to introduce you to Blue and Danny. They both identify as non-binary and have been in a relationship together for the past three months. They've agreed to talk to me about their relationship and their coming out stories. Hi! Hi! Hi. So how did you two meet? What's the story here? To put it as uh, simply as I can, I suppose, uh, we met through mutual friends. A friend of ours called Sam set up a Facebook group chat just just purely for uh, like a non-binary support group. Loads and loads of non-binary people in one place and it was just for like good times and chats and memes and what have you and uh, and Danny was added. I'm not sure, how did you know Sam? Um, I knew Sam from like YLS, so like political Facebook groups. Oh yeah, and then, and then we just ended up meeting through that really and then I, I thought they were really smart and funny and all that kind of good stuff so we just started talking. Yeah. Our first conversation was about communism. I remember that. Yeah, it was. That was... <laughs> That's most of my first conversations with people to be fair. And 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 we just started talking through that um about 2 months or so before we got together, so... Yeah. And in day-to-day life, um, how do you describe each other to the world? Do you go with partner or day friend or something else? Partner. Always yeah. always partner. It confuses people, but... <laughs> <laughs> and do you know of any other popular words within the non-binary community that people like to use for their partners? I, I do not, know. I know of a couple, so I have a friend who's dating a genderqueer person... And um, he calls them uh, his they bay. <laughs> That's cute. It's quite cute, isn't it? And um, date friend is another popular one. But other than that, it's more just like partner or if they're married, like spouse. And have either of you ever dated cisgender people in the past? Almost exclusively, yeah. Only exclusively. 
which is sad. Uh, I've only I've only I've only been in relationships with cisgender people prior to Blue, but like I I've I've like I don't know dated people who weren't cis. I've dated one other person who was MB. And were you out to them as non-binary when you dated them? And how did they find that? I mean, I'm I'm still not really out now, per se. I mean, it's more just a thing of I'll tell people if they ask. I'm not, like, outwardly presenting as anything. Ah, okay. So, I mean, for the most part, it's been fairly just sort of everybody's assumed I was cis up until when I dated Blue because they already knew prior. Ah, okay. Um, What about you, Blue? I have been very, very open about my gender and sexuality since I was about... Well, since I really discovered both of them. So I, I came out as... Uh, sexually queer when I was about 13. Uh, I came out officially as non-binary when I was 15. So all of my exes have known that I wasn't your average het cis woman. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've always been very firm as well. I've been like, if you don't respect this, then I'm gone. Because it means a lot to me that I'm just respected for it because... Some people just don't get it, you know? Can I just ask you both, how would you describe your sexual orientation then if you identify as non-binary? Uh, I, I guess pansexual, but I'm kind of still figuring myself out. <laughs> I, I've been out as like explicitly pansexual for about three years now, but I've been out as some form of queer since I was about 13 so that's such an early age even I wasn't that aware of stuff at that age I was all over the place I was what I would call a hot mess (laughs) still am mate (laughs) me not you (laughs) and I think I didn't like start questioning my sexuality until I was like 15 or 16 just a quick thing, if you could give some advice to any of the cisgender people that may be listening to this right now, what do you think the do's and don'ts are about asking about genitals when it comes to trans and non-binary people on dating apps? Should and can you ask? I think as a general rule, coming out of the like just the first message being what's in your pants is probably something to avoid. That's just common decency. I feel like um, there has to be a level of trust because um, outwardly going, hi, what's in your pants is is inappropriate, it's uncomfortable. I'm mildly insulting, if I'm completely honest. You know, curious questions are understandable because we live in a society which doesn't really teach about these things. But there should always be a level of initiation first. You should always wait for the, the, the person in question to sort of talk about their own gender or sexuality before people start going asking questions because it's a very personal thing and... You know, not not everyone is comfortable with the same amount of exposure the, the, than others might be. So I think it's just as cis people need to be aware that not all trans queer people are the same and we need to just let them talk about their own experiences first before they start asking questions. Blue and Danny are just goals. Like their first conversation was about communism and they are two non-binary people that very much like each other. I think it's great. Oh my gosh, me too. The cute aggression is real. (gasps) And after the break, Jacob hits the mean streets of Manchester and gives their newly set up grinder profile a try. 
Thanks for listening to Hashtag QueerAF. Remember, we're just weeks away to National Student Pride 2019 in London, the 22nd to 24th of February. This podcast is going to be live on stage with guest host Evan Davis and LGBT plus legend Ian McKellen. Weekend wristbands are just £5. That gets you drink steals at queer bars across Soho, plus free entry. And you'll get to see all stars for Queen, Trinity the Tuck, perform at National Student Pride's after party at GOI Heaven. Get your tickets now, see the full lineup, all the details, studentpride.co.uk forward slash tickets. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We're back. I'm Jamie Worham. It's Hashtag QueerF, the podcast by National Student Pride. This week, Jacob Edwards is leading the charge. So Grindr is still approving my photo, so I thought I'd go and do some research. Jacob hit the streets of Manchester. I want to know if the public actually know what non-binary means. Yes, I do. It means you don't identify as any gender, I believe. Uh, Yeah, that's my understanding of it anyway. Yes. You're not identifying as a specific gender? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got a friend who is as well. You don't identify as a certain gender? Uh, yes, I do. And do know what non-binary means. The way I've kind of seen it is an umbrella term for people who don't identify with male or female. So, like, you can have the non-binary identity, but then within that you can have things like genderqueer, gender fluid, you know, just different identities within that as well. You don't identify as male or female, and that shows in how you present yourself, your fashion sense, how you act. Um, Um, Your kind of personality um, just doesn't kind of follow the rules, uh, quotations, um, of female or male. You kind of mix them, but then also what you do is neither female or male. Lots of people there familiar with the umbrella term non-binary while Jacob was out and about in Manchester there. But how is Grindr 
going to do it with Jacob's identity. And that brings us nicely into the bit I've kind of been dreading, also quite looking forward to. This is where I actually get to use Grinder, And I'm not going to just use it in any old place. I'm going to go somewhere iconic. I've come to Manchester's gay village, the famous Canal Street. Grinder equipped and using my pronouns and gender identity. Will anyone talk to me? Will there be transphobes? Will I be pleasantly surprised? Let's find out. You a tranny then or what? You're a trans trender. What's no binary? Attention seekers. Well, what do you have between your legs? A dick. Well, you're a bloke then. It wasn't all like that, though. Two of the people that I messaged were actually super lovely. And one of them was even non-binary. Hey, Jacob. Nice to see another NB on here. Your bio is very relatable. And then there was the dick pics. I underestimated the amount of penis I'd see. Fetishists were also ripe in my inbox, calling me things like femboy and tomboy and just making out that my gender expression was what they were into. And to be honest, that made me so uncomfortable. But throughout all of this, there was still no one on the app that would date a non-binary person. At least none that I found. Out on Canal Street, though, it was a completely different attitude. Would you date someone who's non-binary? Um, I think so, yeah. I think, yeah. Cool. Depends on what, um, obviously, what I'm attracted to in the person. I don't think it really matters about that, really. Um, as a pansexual, yes. Like, gender identity doesn't really matter to me at all. It's not something that bothers me when I uh, sort of engage with people romantically, as long as they're nice and fit. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why not. Like, if someone identifies as non-binary and there's that level of romantic and, you know, attraction and things like that, I don't see any reason why... You wouldn't date someone who is non-binary. Like, you wouldn't not date someone who is non-binary. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, identity, whilst it is important to recognise and it's important for people to be aware of, really, for me, dating somebody, it's all about uh, what makes you the person, really. What makes you different and what makes you unique and what makes you interesting. So between Canal Street and Grinder, there is such a contrast in attitudes... We could put it down to my complete lack of social skills when it comes to apps. I'm not ruling anything out. But maybe, however much Grindr are trying to, they are always going to be a hookup app over a dating app. And the majority of their users is going to be cis gay men. And so my search for love continues. Blue and Danny are proof that finding love as an MB is possible. And that being beyond the binary doesn't mean you're undateable, because that's exactly what I used to think. My problem isn't that I'm undateable, it's that I'm worrying far too much about how other people are seeing me, to the point where I'm neglecting being my true self. Which is what we all want from our relationships in the end, the ability to be our truest self. And if that means being hashtag queer as fuck, then fuck it. My name is Jacob Edward. I am non-binary, and I'm learning to love who I am. Jacob Edwards is so hashtag queer Go check out their show, Queer Culture, on the University of Salford student station, Shock Radio, which is also available as a podcast. 
Next week, we give you the sex education advice you not only need, but deserve. Because, among other topics, we'll be telling you how to have the best anal sex. When you're ready to get fucked, use lots of lube. A finger first. Go slow. Make sure he's still focused on keeping you turned on, too. Make sure you are subscribed for that. And please rate us on Apple Podcasts, share the Spotify link on your socials, or make it your mission to tell one person who might be empowered by Jacob's story today to listen to the show on their favorite podcast app. Creative Commons music comes from Enthusiast, Night Owl, and Jingle Punk. You can get them on Audio Library. And today's show was produced and reported by at It's Jacob Edwards with executive production by me at Jamie underscore Wareham. See you at National Student Pride 2019, 22nd to the 24th of February. We are hashtag QueerAF, so is Jacob, and yes, so are you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.